Windscape Chapter 22 Some Old Trouble Angus Murdoch lowered his binoculars and looked down the river. From where he was standing on the old bridge nearest to the Clyde estuary, he could see that the cruiser had taken a knock before it had disappeared into a tangle of moored boats. What should we do, Dad? asked Sandy. He wore a bandage over his wrist and his face had several large dollops of pink calamine lotion on it. You are going to do nothing. Can't be trusted. But Dad, began Sandy, you managed to burn down a million pound mart and let a couple of stupid kids escape. But and McGovern's going to be out of action for at least a month. So don't say another word. Sandy Murdoch lowered his head to avoid the sneers of the local thugs who had gathered on the bridge. You lot! Angus Murdoch turned to the small gang of boys who had gathered round him on the bridge. Where are they now? The one called Flynn grabbed the binoculars. He tried to focus. Ah, I can't see them for here, but they must be well into the Clyde Banu. Are you sure it's them? said Angus. Oh, it's them all right. Look, guys, it's big lanky Pavel. He's come back to visit. A murmur rose up from the group. Their white tracksuits fluttered in the morning breeze. We've been up all night looking for those brats, Mr Murdoch. If you want us to get them now, it'll cost you another hundred. Angus Murdoch wished that McGovern had been there to keep these neds in check. Fine. Go get them, Flynn. Hold them somewhere until tomorrow. I'll tell you what to do after that. Uh, and a further hunter to work in daylight, said Flynn. The police could nab us. Why, you... Angus checked himself. Fine. Boys, said Flynn, we need to borrow Big Birdie's boat. The rest of the gang looked around nervously. If we damage that boat, began one of the boys... Who's Birdie? asked Sandy. Flynn screwed up his eyes and sneered at Sandy. You don't want to know, okay? You're dead right, we don't, said Angus. Just stick to the plan, Flynn, and you'll get another hundred as a bonus. Oh, so that's three hundred extra then, pressed Flynn. As long as you keep them out of harm's way until twelve noon tomorrow. Aye, all right, he sighed, if you insist. I insist, said Angus. Sandy mooched along the bridge to his dad's waiting jeep. Dad, could I go with that lot? Angus finished. I don't think so. As the murders got into their jeep, the Neds, led by Flynn, were already starting up a speedboat that had been moored under the bridge. We're going to the hospital to see MacLeod, said Angus. Have you heard what's happened to Mum? I still can't get her on the mobile, said Sandy. She flew into Glasgow last night with Pavel's father, by all accounts, snapped Angus. Pavel's father? What for? asked Sandy. Your mother must have found the letters I asked you to take with you. I wanted to keep her out of all this, and now, thanks to you, Angus landed Sandy a cuff round the ear. <sighs> Sandy ducked nervously. Dad, Dad, he complained. Get your seatbelt on and shut up. Only if you promise not to hit me any more. Sandy twitched as his dad showed him the palm of his hand. Angus Murdoch pointed to the seatbelt. Don't push your luck, son. 
Jenny ran out onto the deck and found the cabin door. Pavel, we're sinking! Pavel spun round and shrieked. Ah! Jenny froze, puzzled for a second. Before she remembered, she had a bathing cap on and next to no hair. Ah, never mind this! She pinged the plastic cap off and pointed behind her. There's water coming in downstairs. Still staring in amazement at Jenny, Pavel edged past her and moved along the deck. As he did, the cruiser juddered. The stern lowered a few inches. Lord barked and then tilted his head up at Jenny. Don't be scared, said Jenny, patting the old dog's soft coat. That knock must have been worse than I thought, said Pavel. He looked down the steps. Jenny moved in beside him. The water was gushing along the floor below. Pavel began searching the deck. What are you looking for? asked Jenny. A life belt or a ring or something. Pavel broke off and dashed back into the cabin. The boat tilted further. I can't swim, Pavel, screamed Jenny. Pavel reappeared with a couple of bright orange life jackets. His expression of relief, however, soon changed to one of horror. It can't be. Jenny followed his gaze. A yellow speedboat was racing towards them. The police? asked Jenny. Much worse, said Pavel. Quick, get round the other side of the boat. Who is it, Pavel? Can they help us? said Jenny. That's Big Bertie's boat, said Pavel. Jenny could hear the fear in Pavel's voice. Who's Big Birdie? He sounds like a pantomime character. She slipped her life jacket on and fastened the straps. Lord scampered round her legs. He got his name because he was never out of jail. You've heard of a jailbird before, haven't you? Jenny looked blankly at Pavel, still not sure what he meant. Obviously not. OK, he's huge and he's a local gangster down here. Why would he be after us? said Jenny. Pavel scrunched up his eyes and stared into the morning sun. The speedboat, silhouetted by the dazzling sheen from the water, swung round them and came into full view. It drew closer. Pavel! cried a voice. Jenny ducked down with Pavel. They know your name, she whispered. Pavel's face was pure white. It's Flynn. It's Jerry Flynn. The cruiser lurched and the bow swung out of the water. Jenny and Pavel were pitched into the Clyde. Jenny felt the cold hit her as she plunged beneath the waves. Bubbles flew past her face as a life jacket pulled her back to the surface. She gasped for breath. Hands cut hold of her jacket and lifted her from the river. You know, we should just leave you in the Clyde, Pavel. The water would have killed you in a few hours anyway. Save us doing the job. Flynn's laugh was high-pitched and manic. His cronies joined in. A big skinny boy threw Pavel down at Flynn's feet. How's the arm, Pavel? said Flynn. Jenny remembered Pavel showing her the damage Flynn had inflicted on him previously. Pavel ignored Flynn and shuffled in beside Jenny. Where's Lord? screamed Jenny. She couldn't stop shivering. There's a dog in a drink, said one of the smaller Neds. Just leave it, said Flynn. If it swims hard enough, I'll make it to the animal home at Milton. <laughs> the rest of the gang bellowed and taunted Lord as he swam round the speedboat. Help him into the boat, yelled Jenny. Take us into the harbour, said Flynn. We'll hold him there at the old terminal 
Let the dog come on to the boat, said Pavel. His plea, however, was answered with a sharp kick in the ribs from Flynn. Lord! shouted Jenny. The speedboat's bow lifted as the powerful engine churned the water behind them. Pavel caught Jenny's arm. We're only a few hundred yards from the shore. He can still make it. He's too old, whispered Jenny. He's too old to make it. She stared at the lone outline of Lord in the dark water, his front paws thrashing against the upturned hull of their cruiser. On the hills behind, a huge bank of giant windmills spun slowly in the morning breeze. <laughs>